Let's start out very, very basic. Will a six pack help me as a soccer player? Logically. Why pre-game meals are important. If you do strength training, you can generate more force on the ground. It will take you less stride to get that ball. Until you get there, you can make that up with hard work and dedication and training. On top of it, right? So if you're a player that has little to no training history, imagine the, the gains and speed that you can get in such a short period of time because you're doing things. This is why strength training is important. I don't care how you do your strength training. I don't. You know, some people like to go to the gym. I just wanted to double down on that really quick. The point is, you have to get stronger. Hello, soccer players. Welcome to a special edition of the Soccer Fitness Experience. It's me, your co-host, Annie, with my main man, Berg. Berg, how are you doing today, man? I'm chilling, man. I'm chilling. I'm happy to have uh, an actual pro soccer player on today. You know, I've been, <laughs> I've been meaning to speak with... Um, <laughs> your specimen a lot man like you know what's <laughs> life like 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 do, what do you do man do you get bored like what is going on <laughs> yeah i mean it's it's got its ups and downs it's pretty nice uh i mean at the usl level it's not the luxury that people think it really is i mean the uh the money at this level is not always fantastic but we get provided uh pretty well by the club we get we get good food for lunch breakfast things like that uh I mean, great experiences. Like, I'm out in Sacramento right now. I'm from New York. I've uh, been in Philly for school for four years, and then I played in Philly for the past two years. So this is my first time in California. I'm going to get to see a ton of places I never thought I would see on the West Coast, which is going to be amazing. Like, in Colorado, I go there in two weeks. I've never been in Colorado. So those are the types of experiences that make it all worth it. And, and, and I mean, I still love playing. That's what makes it fun. Like, I feel like I'm a kid still playing, and that's why I do it. Wait, wait, right. so, so, so you're traveling. Wait, hold on a second. You're traveling, yeah, yeah. right? So, yes, so they're yep. they paying for all your travel fees? and Yep, they pay for the flights, all the food and stuff while we're away as well. Yep. Okay. Right. I, my, my bad. Backdoor Andy, sorry, man. I forgot to ask. <laughs> Yo, you. you didn't even let me introduce <laughs> my I just dog, bro. Bro. Oh, I, sorry. I just was sorry. so excited. I, my bad, man. So I, I excited. hopped right in there. My bad. <laughs> uh, it's all good. It's all good. Guys. I want to introduce you to someone, honestly, I probably met you before, Matt Mahoney. We probably uh, have. Graduated. Same alma mater. <laughs> yep. Temple University, class of 2017, kinesiology major. Wow. It is a small world. You're playing USL out in Sacramento. Is that right? Tell us a little about where you are right now. Yeah, Sacramento, California, uh, up north. Honestly, that's, that's all I've got. I mean, I don't know much about this place out here. I mean, it's brand new to me. I've been here a month and a half, and that's it. Gotcha, gotcha. And and you you playing in uh you said U USL. Yeah, USL. it stands for United Soccer League. So that is that what explain to the explain to the people what that is to give them context. Yeah, so it's it's the level right below the MLS. So they kind of repyramided it again this year. So it's the MLS, and then uh, what my team is in is in the USL Championship Division. Mm -hmm. uh, that's new this year, and then they they put in USL League One which is the second, which is now the third division of uh, the pyramid in U.S. soccer. So there's MLS and then USL Championship, which is where my team is in. And then there's a lot of new teams that are now in USL League One, which is also professional. And then below that is USL League Two, which is semi-professional. So that's, that's, so that's kind that of the pyramid, yeah. That sounds pretty competitive, though. It's like right below MLS. So that, is, that, yeah. mean, that means you can't, I mean, you can't, you get potentially to be looked at you know, you can't be look at scat. I mean, oh man, my, I, I can't speak today, man. It's nine o'clock. <laughs> but you potentially get to be looked by Scott. I mean, oh my God. 
I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. potentially. Yeah, we, uh, we play yeah. some teams that are affiliated with MLS clubs, so so they're always on the radar. Um, and we play against some MLS guys, too, that come down and play with some other teams. So there's definitely the exposure. It's not a bad place to be, man. Yeah, <laughs> California is nice. So getting into what Berg was saying before, what's your life like? Like, what's your schedule? Can you describe what you go through on, like, a daily basis? Yeah, so uh, wake up usually like 7.45, 8. We train at 10 in the morning, so we have to be in by 9 at the latest. So usually leave between 8.30 and 8.45 um, to get in. Uh, hang out for an hour. We have activation stuff we do, just mess around, get ready to train, go out and train 10. 10 usually we get out of there between 12 and 1. Uh, and then a lot of days it's just, I mean, it's just hanging out in the afternoon and trying to make the most of your time. Like I do some training. So I'm out, I coach a little bit, try to make a little money on the side. But um, a lot of the time is, is Netflix and chill, so to speak. I mean, you're just trying to kill time and not, not really not go crazy. Hang with your roommates. Like we're fortunate. We have, we all have, we all live in the same apartment, a couple of the teams, the guys in the team. So, so we have time to um, just hang out with each other and have fun. But yeah, that's so, really, that's, that's what a typical day is like. So you wake up in the morning, you, you know, you, get some breakfast, whatever, do whatever you need to do. And then you yep. go train. How long does training last? Usually the most is like an hour and a half, hour 45 tops. That's yeah. those are the long days. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, um, so not, not too bad. You know, well, I'm very curious. Um, so when, when you go train, this is like team training, right? It's not individual training. Yeah. Team training. Yep. So how do you, how do you supplement, how do you supplement, you know, the team training with, um, strength and conditioning because in, in our world of mm -hmm. physical therapists and, and strength and conditioning, that's um, the physical performance aspect of the game is super important. Like how do you, how do you supplement that with your training, with yeah. your team training? Yeah. So right now we're, we're lifting mostly once. Uh, we just like, we just finished our preseason. So it's been mostly once. Uh, I think we'll get in our regimen of doing it twice. So, but it's tough because in the USL, sometimes you end up having three games a week, but typically I like to do it twice. So we have one team one that we'll lift on Tuesday where mm -hmm. we'll go train and then we'll do a lifting session right after just a full body circuit, um, get done with that. And then the other day I like to is Thursday so that, but that's usually just upper body so that you don't fatigue the legs anymore. So usually one to two days a week lift, nothing super crazy because we don't want to fatigue ourselves too much, yeah. but, but that's a general idea. Usually most of it's usually just maintenance or, or explosive power work, uh, that we do. Okay. Do you have do you have someone that teach you like the physical performance yeah, there's aspect? A, there's oh. a there's a strength coach we have. Yep. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, he'll so, run the lifting sessions. Okay, you're not like in the gym like experimenting. On our own, with, no. With, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, that'd be bad. <laughs> so you mentioned that you just finished up uh, preseason with Sacramento. Can yeah. you take us back to the beginning of preseason? How that process went for you? Yeah. So I got here. Uh, a week before just so I could adjust to the time. Uh, went to a place called Results, which is where some of the team would meet up to do fitness and conditioning. And then the first day we met was, I think, the 28th. So the first day is a bunch of meetings. We go, we meet uh, the presidents and the coaches and just go through what preseason is going to look like. And then the first day we trained was all fitness testing, actually. So we ran, uh, we ran the beep test and did some agility and then a um, – what was, I forget what it was called, like a power test. Like we would jump and then land to see yeah. how much power we were permitting. So those were the three tests we did. Um, and then the next day after we trained, uh, I mean, we had, we had a bunch of two-a-days. 
And then most weekends, I think we had four or five preseason games. So we would have probably two or three double sessions a day. And then leading into the game, kind of taper it down and then uh, go and play our games. So that's been what's going on for the past, like, four or five weeks. And uh, this week it's been obviously one session last week so we could, you know, let some of the fatigue go so that we're ready to go for Saturday as our opening game. So we want to be fresh and ready to go for that. All right. So, so it's, oh, so, so, okay. Andy, you know what he's describing? He's describing the preseason before the season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think well, I want to know a little bit more about the preseason to the preseason. You know, there's like, like a, a off season. Yeah. yeah. Like a, well, yes, the off season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the off season. Period. So, so what do you, what do you do during those times? Uh, so every, everyone is different. So my experience, I was lucky. So I was out in Pennsylvania uh, in Philadelphia during that time. And there's a place out there called YSC. And there's a lot of local professionals that either play in the MLS or in the USL there. So we were able to use that indoor facility to train. But then uh, the weight training, they, uh, Sacramento, they have the strength coach send us out workouts to do. So at the same time, we're not guiding it. Like we're not doing it on our own because a lot of people, um, I mean, yeah, one, yeah. they don't have the motivation. And two, it's tough. I mean, it's tough to make a program for yourself. So, yeah. So the strength coach sends us a program, so we fit that in. Uh, it includes all stuff in the weight room, which is a lot heavier in the off season than what we're doing in season, and then running as well on top of that. Gotcha, gotcha. Yep. Yeah, it's, uh, it's it's very tough to design your own your own program. It is. Plus, it you is. get you get you get sort of sort of like caught up in your own biases because you don't know what you need to work on, what your weaknesses are. Exactly. I got you. Exactly. It's always good to have the guy. <clears throat> So you talked about how right now you're, you're only lifting once, maybe twice a week, right? Um, and even as you're training with the team, the training isn't as intense. Do you expect this to kind of stay this way as you move into the season, or how is that transition going to work for you? Yeah, so, so I'm not sure what the lifting will be like, but I know it'll be at least once a week unless we have uh, games where sometimes during the summer we have a game like Saturday and then Wednesday and Saturday again where a lot of guys are getting a lot of minutes. So I don't think during those times I think it'll be tough for people to get to get lifts in because just because it's, so, it's extra fatigue that's not needed while we're managing so people don't get injured. But, uh, but yeah, for in terms of the training as well, the training uh, – the intensity doesn't drop off because we have to stay fit. So earlier in the week will be our harder sessions and then we'll taper off to kind of get rid of the fatigue just so we don't, because if you're playing hard on the weekend and then not playing hard any, any other days, you lose a lot of fitness. So the training will still be hard and intense and all that. Uh, but yeah, I think on a week to week basis, it'll look pretty similar, uh, different drills and whatnot, but same ideas for, for each day. So that fitness is so important, man. You spend like three days without training and you lose it. I know, isn't it? It's crazy how you lose it a lot faster than uh, it seems that you gain it. That's crazy. What do you What do you play, Matt? Uh, center back or center outside back. back. Gotcha. So defense, yep. Outside back, so like more like a fullback thing, running up and down the field. Oh yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, you got to work. Fitness, <laughs> fitness has to be there. Like, sure. No questions asked, man. For sure. How, how is that? Just just running a little back from when you were at Temple University till now, like how yeah. is, how is tra- how is college level um, soccer changed from professional soccer level? Um, I think college level soccer is more emphasis on the fitness, to be honest, and athletic ability than professional soccer. Uh, and the pros, you get some more foreign, foreign guys that aren't as athletic as the Americans. Uh, and really? And I think, 
yeah, and I think there's a healthy balance between um, playing better soccer and combining the athleticism. I mean, a lot of people, because I know a lot of European guys that came over in college for the first time and they had never lifted weights before, uh, huh. but they but they were also more technical and had a stronger aspect of that game. So I think when you reach the pro level, you find that medium of guys that combine the athleticism with the good technical ability. But in college, you can find teams that are super fit and the fittest teams, but not the best soccer players, so- unfortunately. So what would you say is the most important? Because it sounds like to me that, you know, a level of those two, like um, a, a level between, you know, like a, a little bit of athleticism and some technique, it's actually yeah. a great, great combination. But if you if yeah. you were to pick one, what would you pick? Uh, I think the technique has to come first because you can always build on the fitness and athleticism. I mean, if you don't have the basic technique growing up, then you won't be able to play. So you all you always need that, but there's so many. I think in college there's so many different levels to play at that you can huh. get away with being athletic and not being as technical at a lot of schools. Mm-hmm. But when you reach the professional level, the technique has to be there. You have to be technical on the ball, otherwise you won't be able you won't be able to play. Okay, there's also like the competitive aspect of uh, mm-hmm. being a professional as well, right? Because if you're not playing, you know, there's gonna be a hungry kid in the bench waiting yeah. to like take your spot man so you got to be how do you stay motivated man to just just yeah a lot of it is starting yeah a lot of it's internal and then having a good support system uh behind you my parents and fiance are very supportive of everything i do uh they steer me in the right direction but a lot of it's internal um knowing that i mean you should be there to better yourself and don't really worry about what others are doing kind of just worry about what you're doing yourself gotcha that's that's important man that's key right there Mm -hmm. Yeah. So would you say that, or can you kind of describe how fitness and conditioning can play a role in you making or breaking a squad? Like how, do, how does that work at, at your level? Yeah. So I think it's, I think it's super important because say you're one of the, the best players technically and you could play a huge role in the team, but you don't do the work in the off season to be fit. Then you come in, uh, you either don't pass the test or the coach won't let you play or, you get injured because you didn't come in prepared and then all of a sudden you're playing intensely. So that key player not playing could then be detrimental to your squad. Um, and that's really the biggest, the biggest thing I can think of in that aspect, uh, just being unprepared and, and wasting talent that you have by not putting in the work in the off season. Man, that's important. Yeah. That's important. Andy, he said, he, he said it right there, man. That's crazy. Yeah, well, I mean, this kid knows what he's talking about. I don't, I'm saying, kid, you're the same age as me, but, I mean, you study this. And how, how has your yeah. study as a kinesiology major, how has that helped you be a better soccer player? Yeah, I think it's just helped me understand the importance of it because, I mean, the more fit you are, the better enough. If you have the easier your legs work for you. I mean, if you're gassed by halftime in the game and the second half you come out, it doesn't matter how good of a soccer player you are, if you can't run anymore, you're tired, your legs aren't going to work for you. That's so I think it's just, And I think for injury prevention as well, it's taught me a lot that, that being able to be fit and uh, the strength training aspect of it really, you know, it increases your chances of staying out of injury and all that. We, we, were, in, we were interviewing, um, like, a, another guy that's trying to be a pro. Yeah. And um, like he was telling us that, hey, no matter how great your techniques are, like, if you gas like doing a game, like it, your technique is gone. Yeah, like, it doesn't matter. Your legs won't work. Yeah, <laughs> You can't do anything. I agree with that. So take us back to when you were a kid, right? You, you played for mm-hmm. both 
the the Cosmos and the Red Bulls. Um, yep. What was your training like at that point? At that age, it was all a lot of technical work, small side of possession, being in tight spaces, uh, just playing. Because I think, I think personally, that's how you get better is by playing and making it as game as possible. So everything was in small spaces, being tight in the ball, focusing on on having good ball skills. That was the emphasis back then. Gotcha. So first touch, you know, first like touch, one touch pass. Being able, being able to combine and get out of tight spaces when teams are pressuring you, things like that. Got you, got you. That's actually really important too. I'm in a pickup group right now. We're trying to get that skill down so that everybody can play well. But yeah. let me tell you, <laughs> it's not working. And well. it's, yeah, it's also about awareness as well. Starting to, I mean, being able to know where other players are in relation to you, things like that. So not just your first touch, but also being aware of where other players are around you, things like that. I play with a lot of people that play with their head down, and it's it's frustrating. It, it's tough. It's very tough. Mm-hmm. So, um. Right now you're at USL, right? And you, you kind of had this this whole experience going from academy to to Temple, and now you're playing professionally. Um, mm-hmm. If you can take one aspect of your training that really helped you across all three of those environments, uh, what would it be? Uh, I'd say kind of just like then having a, I mean, it's, that's a tough question. I think having like a never give up and always hardworking attitude because I went into Temple, I wasn't starting off the bat, but ended up being a starter by the end of the year and then started every game after that, played the entire rest of four years. And then my first season pro, I wasn't playing at all because uh, the way the system was, they had, there was a union guy coming down playing ahead of me, but I trained hard every day, worked, worked my butt off and, then last year I played in every game except one or two. And now I'm at a good club out on the West Coast that's always a contender to fight for the USL championship. So I think just always having a never give up attitude and, and working as hard as you can because half the time coaches love that more than somebody that's going to be a pain in the butt. And, you know, if you're not playing, put your head down and make make the team worse. So no, nobody likes players like that. So always huh. just working hard. That's, that's, and, that's Yeah. That's realizing that you're in it for yourself. Yeah. That's tough though, like right? Like you see let's say you're putting the work, right? You're putting the work, you're there, you you in the gym, you you're doing your fitness training, you're working on your technical stuff, like you you're present, but yet you're still not getting that that's that starting lineup, man. Like it, it's it's how do you mm-hmm. like I feel like it's it will be hard for me not to be negative, you know? <laughs> like I'm putting in the work. Yeah. No, I, trust me, I've I've been there, yeah. I've been there and I mean, it is, it is very tough, but you just have to remember that every training session, you know, there's still opportunities next year and there's still opportunities every training session. It's a long season. People get injured. I, I mean, I appeared in maybe four or five games in my, my first season and my performance in those games, you know, determined that my co- the coaches wanted to take my option for the second year and wanted me to be a key role in the team the second year. So it's always about taking your opportunities and being ready. And not everybody has the, the mental stability to be able to do that. So, so understanding that everything's not going to go your way, you can't, you can't be a baby about it. You kind of have to just push through it and just keep working hard no matter what. So you just got to be ready when yeah. they give you that chance, man. You just and it's not, it's not always easy. It's not always easy because you have, I mean, if you're not getting games, you have to make sure you're match fit. You know, you have to, you have to make sure you're, you're pushing the starters every day, things like that, things you don't think you'll ever have to. And it's more mental. Then it's more mental than it is anything physical. Then your confidence starts dipping. Uh, 
you start making plays, trying to impress that you think that you normally wouldn't. So it's a tough place to be in and a tough place to get out of actually too. Yeah. How do you, how do you, how do you, how do you, how do you conquer that? Cause you just told me like, Hey, listen, you don't. it just happens. I mean, you get an opportunity and confidence. I think it ebbs and flows daily. Um, in, in game to game. Uh, it really is just, a, it really, it all depends on the person and how mentally, mentally strong you are. Uh, some people will get out of it. Some people will fall and crumble and that could determine their, their season. So, do you, it's do all you about any, how you handle. Do you do situations. any mindset? Do you do any mindset work at all? Because the way you're talking, it seems like mm-hmm. mindset is heavily important. Whenever you, yeah. you're that kind of player that's on the bench and is ready, ready to get their opportunity, mm-hmm. like you, your mindset has to be yeah. on point. Yeah, no, personally, no. Like I don't, I don't do yoga, don't meditate, anything like that. I just, I've come from a strong foundation. Of my parents always taught me to always work hard no matter what. And I think actually Temple helped me in that aspect as well to grow up. I mean, people always say the Philly attitude kind of be like, a, uh, like the Philly the Philly mentality of growing up being tough. And the college game, I think, made me grow up a lot um, into the player I am right now. Got you, man. I, I agree with that. Temple is – if you're not tough, you ain't going to make it there, man. <laughs> and, that, and, that's, yeah, and that's the college game in general. It's a physical game, so it makes you grow up real quick. Yeah, definitely. Um, so you talked a little bit about um, mindset following injury. Have you ever had a serious injury, and how was that process for you if you had? Yeah, knock on wood, no serious. Uh, but my first my first pro season, um, I was in, and they, I had just signed my contract. And then, like, that weekend, uh, I went and – I went for a tackle and one of my good friends now actually stepped on my ankle and rolled it pretty bad and it swelled up to the size of like a softball and I had to go to the um to the doctors and everything and it was just like a grade two or whatever the worst sprain is luckily not broken but I was out for uh like two and a half weeks just as I had signed and I was trying to prove myself from with my first professional contract but and then I came back and it was hurting me uh, all the time and stuff but really I just I mean, all, all the things I've said to you, it's just, it's just all repetition in my head. Same thing. Just keep working hard. You're in it for yourself. You know, this isn't the end of the road. Kind of just keep, keep pushing through. I mean, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. You have to believe it. Yeah, you really have to believe in that. And if it doesn't work out, in the end, it doesn't work out in the end. You want to leave knowing that you gave it all and, and did everything you could to – I mean, it's corny, but you didn't leave anything on the pitch. I mean, that, nice. that's what you have to think. That's kind of sucks, man. You just signed a contract. You're already celebrating yeah. drinking heavily. I don't know if you drink, <laughs> but no, you definitely celebrated. <laughs> and then you end up rolling your ankle, but that's crazy. Yeah, it was it was very tough. And and, and like knock on what I like, I played in every college game that my team had for the four years I was there. Even when when I wasn't starting, I came on and played. Uh, so injuries were not that I was used to and having to deal with that. So luckily, it wasn't long, but it was still something that I'd never experienced before gotcha crazy man so as we're kind of getting towards the end here if you had 30 seconds to send a message to every player out there that's trying to make it um from both a general perspective and a strength and conditioning perspective what would that message be putting the work if i if i could go back to when i was 14 now i would go out and train twice a day every day knowing what i know now and what it takes and everything i would go out and train twice a day every single day not over pushing it so I'm physically exhausted but put the work in and any day I wanted to play video games I would go outside I would rather go outside now and work with a soccer ball anything I could do 
just, you know, train that train twice. Don't have any regrets. I mean, I don't regret it. I, I played a lot when I was younger, but go train that second session. If you think you don't need it, you need it. Even if you're the best player age, you need it. Go and do it because there's always room to improve. Yeah, that's it right there. That's, that's it. Yeah, right that's there. it. Put in that work. That's the that's the difference. Yeah, that's a principle for life. Anyway, it's not just yeah. soccer. Anything. No, I agree you, with that. You have time to play Fortnite, man. You better go out there and you know juggle <laughs> some ball, man. Yeah, yeah, bro. You exactly. taking shots at me out here? I'm something? taking shots at everybody. <laughs> you know why? Because I stuck at that game. <laughs> yeah, hey, me too. Me too. I'm awful. <laughs> it's all good. Well, Matt, thank you so much for coming Yo. on here today. Um, you you got a little business side page I see going on. Tell us a little bit about that. Oh, word. Yeah, it's just that's just you know just combining my fitness and soccer, trying to. Trying to just, you know, have some fun with it. I post a little bit of me training people, post a little stuff I did in the off season, uh, just trying to grow that a little bit for potentially stuff down in the future. So we'll see what happens with it. What's what's that page called? So I can follow you right now, man. It's uh at next underscore level dot soccer. Next level soccer. If you guys want to be next level, if you're in Sacramento, <laughs> go check out my man's Matt. Um, yes, Matt, sir. Thank you so much for coming yeah, on here today. Man. Best of luck to no you. No problem, guys. And then, yeah, we'll talk to you soon. We'll keep in touch. For sure. Thanks, yeah, guys. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you. All right. Yep. Have a good one. You too, man.